You know we start every show off the same. If you see me rubbing my hands, we're back at it. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Soul Serum Podcast. I am your host, Clay Bonin. I'm your co-host, Tanner Mavis. And uh, today we're doing a little interview, as a matter of fact. We have somebody to keep you entertained other than just me and Tanner. Um, We actually have an up-and-coming rapper from Greenville, North Carolina, Go Pirates. Uh, We just shot a video with him in Columbus a few weeks ago that is set to release tomorrow on the 24th. Yep, new video, new single called Moonlight, as Clay said, dropping tomorrow on Soul Serum, um, followed by a new album, Can You Hear Me, dropping on December 1st. Yeah, today in the studio, we have Deucey Gold. Let's go. Deucey, please. <laughs> Woo! Our, our very large studio audience Hell yeah. here. <laughs> Mr. Deucey Gold, how you doing today, my friend? Doing pretty good. Good. I got good. this on right. Yeah, yeah, you got it on right. Is that? Are you sitting comfy? Is the mic mic oh, yeah. good for you? Yeah, I'm cool. Good, good, man. Uh, like we said, Ducey Gold is from Greenville, North Carolina, but originally born in Pittsburgh. Yeah, is that, is that right? Yeah. When did you move from Pittsburgh? When I was like young as fuck. Like, so you don't say that you're from Pittsburgh. No. You're you're from North Carolina. Through yeah. And through. Cool. Cool. Well, we are happy to have you in the studio today. Thank you for having me. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. How was the drive down? It was cool. Yeah, you've you've been in Columbus recently, just kind of like locked in, working on the locked the in. last bit of your project. Uh, yeah. I mean, honestly, I've been working on this project for a while now. Um, and like, I had a solid set of songs that I thought was gonna be on the project, but when I came to Columbus, I scratched almost all of them. Everything I think changed. One, one made it. Wow. New new vision for the new vision for the yeah, project. Definitely, I well, wanted to like you know, level up a little bit. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of, that's what the first question I really wanted to get into is like, I mean, other than a few singles this year, you've been relatively quiet, Mm -hmm. like for, for For 2020. And I mean, obviously for a lot of people, their creative process has changed through the pandemic. Um, But what does it feel? I mean, like how excited are you to finally get out a project? And you also haven't dropped a full project since 2018 either. Right. So what does it feel like? Like how excited are you to finally give this to your fans? Oh man, I'm hella excited to be honest, but you know, I'm one of those people where it's like, I'm willing to take time, you know, I'm not just going to rush into doing something. I want to do it the right way. So, you know, it's been cool, like getting to grow and like see the growth and shit like that, you know? Mm -hmm. So, you know, but it's definitely going to be cool. I've been wanting to drop for the longest, like really have like a body of work. So, you know, I'm definitely hype about it for sure. I mean, that's important, I think, especially in like the the current landscape of hip hop too, because like there's a while where I feel like the the quantity over quality thing was really kind of hurting yeah. a lot of music. So I, I love to hear that, like, you know, you probably could have dropped something oh, yeah. a while oh, ago yeah. if you wanted to. But, but the fact me. that you care about it enough is, I think, really special. So. I think quality over quantity is kind of coming back in a way. I think, I, th- so. I think I think like the SoundCloud era brought out that quantity. Like you can just upload your shit to SoundCloud mm-hmm. and it, right. can, it can go up like on 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 site but yeah i don't know ever i feel like ever since uh things have kind of moved towards like spotify and streaming people really want to make sure they're putting out their best work for yeah. sure yeah. um so i guess that we can transition into the next question and go back to kind of you know your upbringing in north carolina let's talk about like the scene kind of going on in north carolina right now um <laughs> is north carolina like having a moment 
kind of been having like, a moment for yeah, like you got time. you've got the big dogs obviously like the baby j right. cole jermaine um but then like the underground like with you deucey gold like big baby gucci right he's from from there right or is he not yeah. uh i think he lived uh, there for a little bit I yeah don't uh, from, i don't know we claim the other ones like 10, 10, 10 cell phones ronso cold yeah yeah um, Kevin Powers, YSP Trill, YSP uh, Eli. Boys, all um, boys, yeah. Who else is there from there that I know? There's, there's a hell of people from there. Tusi. NASCAR Allo is from there, isn't he? Yeah. Um, Tusi. Yeah, Tusi. What's it, what's it like to see your home state like having a moment, getting some like yeah. good representation? It's like those are like a lot of names. Like it's it's good, but it's also like damn. Like I gotta really like because I I've always been that like. I look at music as, because you know, I play football and shit. So mm-hmm. competition. I look at, yeah, it's competition. <laughs> like, of course, you know, I'm not a hater. I want to see everybody win, but at the same time, I'm like, damn, I got to step it up. Yeah. It's but like, that's probably fuck. a good thing, though. It keeps you dr- driven, it keeps yeah. you motivated. You see the next man doing well. It's like, damn, I, I got to get my shit together. Like, right. let's, let's do this better than we did last time, you know? Right. Yeah. I see somebody, you know, drop a fire ass song. I'm like, damn, I need to go to the studio right now and go record. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Real shit. <laughs> that's fire, though. Uh, I I actually like that you brought up the studio. So when I was doing research for this, I I watched that Goody, uh, Goody's Two Shoes, Goody's and Two Shoes video where where you're in the studio. It's when you're making Montclair Cold and um, just like the energy that that everybody had in the studio. It it seemed so powerful. I mean, are you one of those people who likes to like get in the studio and really lock in? Or are you an artist who like will set the microphone up in a hotel room and, and and Both. just get it cracking. <laughs> that, really? Was, I'm glad you brought that up because the one the guy who runs Goodies and Two Shoes, he's like my one of my best friends from growing up. That's fine. And he literally just called me uh like I think it was yesterday when we uh released a snippet for the video. And he was like, bro, he was like, that shit is crazy. And he was like, I remember when we were in the studio for Montclair Cole, he was like, he told me, he was like, when I saw that you really like transformed in front of my eyes. That's what he said. You know, I don't know if that's, that's fire. You know so how long ago did you make Montclair cold compared to like, I made it in like June. Or June. I, th- June I or think, the, I think the video, it says may. It might, I, yeah, I it think it's, may. I think it's may yeah, actually. And Montclair, Montclair cold is going to be on the project. Correct. For sure. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Gotta have that. Up there. Yeah. 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 So where did you make moonlight at then was, was moonlight uh, a made, studio made, song? Was nah, it a, so like, okay. So back to the, uh, what you ask, like, as long as I ha- am able to record, I don't really care where I'm at. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, I made Moonlight in the living room. Really? At the crib, yeah. That's tight. So, let me ask you this. A lot of artists, uh, not a lot, like, artists have, they're pretty picky about, you know, who's in the studio, who they want around, how do they want their vibes to be. Like, are you an artist that can just hop in and, like, you know, girls, uh, oh, yeah. all your friends in the studio, like, you, you can just hop in and go crazy? Or do you like just being, like, by yourself and just locking in with really? your engineer or producer. Well, see, you know, I engineer myself most of the time. Like, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, I'll send it off to get like a final mix. But I've been mixing myself since I, I first started making music. But it, like I said, as long as I have, if I'm recording, like I'm good. Like, mm-hmm. and it depends on how I'm feeling. Like, yeah. you know, if I'm like, you know, I don't know, if I just don't really feel like being around people, I'm not going to tell people to come to the career while I'm recording or Facts. to the studio. Yeah. But like, you know, like I went to the studio and I made, uh, what did I make? Um, it's, I can't say the song, but one of the, <laughs> one of the songs of the project, I had like 10 people in the studio at the time. And it was in Charlotte, you know? So it's, it's just, 
it just yeah it doesn't just really matter yeah it just I depends. mean does that change the the tone of the song you're recording though do you not think? really because i don't really i'm not gonna say i don't really take people's opinions because like if somebody's like oh say this I'm, i might but most of the time like i in my head i know what i'm gonna say like yeah. it doesn't really like somebody may affect it but most of the time like I feel like I have a better bar than what somebody else is going to say. You know what I mean? So, so it, you know, like that don't really change nothing. Yeah. I couldn't imagine being in the studio with somebody and telling them a, a bar to say, unless that was like my homie. Like, like I couldn't imagine just being like, you know, Deuce, I actually don't think that line was that fire. <laughs> actually, yeah. I think you should say this. That's, right, right, right. That's so weird to me. Um, so uh, also in that, in, in the, the goodies and two shoes, um, one of the things that, well, so you have the studio video and then you have the interview video, um, which was pre-pandemic. And when I like watch interviews of people like pre-pandemic, I'm just like, fuck, yeah. you had no idea what was about to come. Oh, God. Um, but you your face like lit up when you were talking about performing live um, oh, yeah, in, sure. in, in these videos. Uh, how important is performing live in like the grand scheme of your like packages and artists because i think your music lends itself very well to being performed live obviously i've never seen you live but mm -hmm. but your music i mean just the energy of it you that, can feel it, like yeah it, it would go crazy i would love yeah. i would love to be in like a room of sweaty people fucking throwing really? bows to like some of your music so what how important is performing live to you and uh how much does it fucking suck that you can't perform right now well, it doesn't really suck that much because I know nobody can, like, no one can perform. Facts. That's how I look True. at this whole thing. That's pandemic. a good point. Nobody's doing shit, so I don't feel like I'm losing or I'm, like, um. You aren't behind. missing out on right. anything. But as far as just performing in general, it's the final, it's the final process of the song creation process. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's how I look at it. So, you know, I love performing. And before the pandemic and stuff, like, you know, I kind of, like, it was always my thing. Like, I'm a rager. That was, you know what I'm saying? Like, that yeah. was what I, like, always said. Like, I'm trying to do a show. I'm trying to get lit as fuck. Like, you saw some of the shows we did, like, crazy as yeah. fuck. Like, and all my niggas up on stage and shit. Like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm a rager for sure. But yeah. <laughs> obviously, pandemic, I can't go crazy. This but. just brought up a, uh, a thought. Um, so... All my friends like that watch this back home, I know everybody around here goes up to Columbus, goes to Breakaway, the music festival up in Columbus, but there's also a Breakaway in Charlotte, yeah. Charlotte, right? For sure. Um, how did like that like come about? Like, Did, did they ask you to get on or <laughs> like how did like that kind of happen? Because that, that seems like it was a big moment. It's crazy because like I feel like people think like I don't know what people think, but like I swear to God, like half of the shit that I've gotten in my career that I can put on my resume has always just been random as fuck. Yeah. Like, I don't know how, <laughs> I don't know how they found me. I don't know why, but my manager just, uh, well, not one of my managers, Jake, uh, he just hit me up one day. He was like, yo, uh, I think they want you on breakaway. And I was like, okay, you know, like I'll see it. if it happens, it happens. Like, you know, I'm not too, I hate like anticipating something and it doesn't happen. Right. So I was just like, okay. And then next thing I know, they come out with the lineup. And, and I, you're on there. I was thinking that like I was gonna be like like an opener, like not on like the main thing, but when they put me on the main thing, I was like, oh, it's T. Like, yeah, you know, it's lit as fuck. So, wait, they didn't send you like a text or email you, like you just saw the flyer. And I your, think they emailed him, on it. but oh, you know, okay. like I wasn't really like I didn't have any questions because I was just mm -hmm. like, you know, like that's if it happens, happen. it happens. Yeah, that's yeah, cool, yeah. I whatever. wasn't, I wasn't even thinking like that. That's so, just how the yeah. music shit goes. Like you hear, you probably hear opportunities and ideas that 
fall through all the time. Yeah, bro. That, and that's <laughs> the thing. So it's just like, you know, I just chill. And yeah. if it happens, I'm like, oh, yeah, let's get it. And then I'll put all my energy into it. Exactly. But if it's, you know. That's the best way to look at it for real. Yeah. Uh, so, well, how did you, so like I said earlier, we, we shot a video with you, which by the time this podcast is out, it'll be, uh, the video will be releasing tomorrow, um, Tuesday, the, the 24th. Um, so we, we met up with you in Columbus. Uh, how did you like end up working in Columbus? Like what happened? Like that's, so, that's a far fucking drive from North Carolina. <laughs> yeah. So like. So Guy, he's like my day-to-day manager. Mm-hmm. And basically, like, I've known Guy since I was, like, in eighth grade. I met him through a friend. And so we just always been talking about, like, you know, me and him on the same, uh, like, wavelength when it comes to just, like, trying to, you know, you know, better yourself and shit like that. So yeah. we had been talking about it for a while, like, linking up and doing this. And then it finally got to the point where I was just like, you know what? I need to get out of North Carolina, get away from all my distractions and just work on music because, you know, like, I was in college, like I was playing football and for a little bit. And then I was just, but I knew always that music was like what I wanted to do. So, you know, it just, I had no reason to be in North Carolina anymore. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It was just, it was really like easy as fuck for me to just, you know, like leave. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have any, like, I didn't have a job there. I didn't, I didn't do shit, you know? So, yeah. So has music always been like at that forefront for you? Like, have you always wanted to do it? I know you've been making music since you were a kid. Music's yeah. been around in your life, like through your mom, dad, uncles and everything. Yeah. Um. So was that always kind of once you started making music regularly, is that what you wanted to do? In the back of my mind, yeah. But at the same time, like I was playing football. So like my dad, <laughs> he wasn't trying to hear none of that. I mean, he always like supported anything I do, but like. He played football in college. Like, my cousin is Deshaun Jackson that plays for the uh, Eagles. And, like, my whole family, like, you know what I'm saying? They just football, football, football. So, like, I kind of had to suppress the music shit. Like, when I was in high school, like, I put out a music video. And I was, like, cussing, drinking and shit. Or not drinking, but cussing and shit in the video. And, like, you know, my coach was, like, calm that down. Kind of bummed on that, I'm sure. But it was because I, like... I was good at football. So it was like, damn, like you might be fucking up something like, cause yeah. at the time, like my music was kind of ass to be honest, but I like, I mean, it wasn't ass, but you, you were know. just starting off. You yeah, were just beginning. Yeah. You hadn't really like formed your artistry. Right. So when point. people like look at that, they're like, damn, you could be fucking up your football career. Right. But it's, they didn't see the like the what, dedication that you were going to have exactly. for it. What, uh, what position did you play? Uh, in high school, I played quarterback and I played receiver. And then when I got to college, I just played receiver and like punt return, kick return. What's your What's your uh, NFL player comp? Who do you Who do you play like? <laughs> you, you You uh You set up on the line right now. I say like AB for real, for real. Hey, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I don't got his personality when it comes to like celebrating and shit like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I say eight. That's I mean, far. We're though. like the same lot, height and shit. A lot of lot of yards after the catch. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. That's fire. Yeah. So, um, wait, so you were playing at ECU. I'm sorry, I'm just kind of stuck on the football thing. Ahead, I, I, yeah. I just find it fascinating when people like who had a promising like sports or not a, I don't you know I don't know how good you were. I'm sure you were very right. good at football, but like like you, it sounds like you had like a chance to really take football far, and you kind of I mean pushed it to the side a little bit. I feel like in college, just like you know, if you get to college and play, no matter if you D1, D2, D3, if you get to college, that's taking it almost as far as most people can do. Yeah. And Very so, good point. you know, it was cool, but then what the fuck did you even, <laughs> <laughs> well, like why, like why stop 
playing football at a D1 college to do music. Like it wasn't like I stopped to do music. I was doing music in college. Like, I, so what happened was I had a coach, uh, Scotty Montgomery. He was the head coach and he's who recruited me to ECU and I love him. So, but then he got fired oh. and the new coach that came, I wasn't fucking with him like at yeah, all. <laughs> and he wasn't fucking with me. It's just what it was. So, so you just kind of like you all both knew like you and the new coach are just like, mm, well, I, I tried it. Gonna work out. I tried it. I really did. Like I tried. I played uh, under him for like four months mm -hmm. and did like spring practice and everything. It's crazy. Like the story is so crazy. So I played it so G though, because like <laughs> he was he was on my ass and I missed the workout. And then he suspended me for 25 days or some shit like that. Damn. Kind of steep. Yeah, like off of just missing one workout. And then he brought me, he like, he cut the suspension down and then let me come back to like practice because it was during like spring, spring football, which is like 14 days or some shit where like you do like two weeks of practice and then you do like a spring game. Mm -hmm. So he brought me back uh, practicing and stuff so I could play in the spring game. But he put me in the visitor's locker room away from everybody, like with like the, uh, the like guys who were trying out for the team. So I was like, you know, okay, but I did it. And I also had to do community service that whole time. So I was like running for, for class. Be, like, like because your coach suspended you, yeah. he was like, you also have to do community, community service. service. Oh, I had wow. to do 25 hours of community. So oh, that's where I got the 25 number from. I don't think it was 25 days. It's probably more than that, but I had to do 25 hours of community service. I see. I see. And so I, I completed my community service and did spring ball. But then the last day, I could have quit before I finished the community service, but I finished the community service. And then the last day before the spring game, he like, he disrespected me in front of the whole team. Cause I was wearing oh. earrings and oh. I, I just never came back. Coaches <laughs> hate that. Yeah. Yeah. Coaches, coaches do. don't like jewelry. Like, I, Cause I've ran into that problem with like high school coaches and stuff. Not me personally, but like friends. Like, I yeah. don't know what I guess is. Coaches see, don't want before. you to be like flashy and like I guess like but, kind yeah, of yeah like old school coaches act, acting like you're better yeah than old school else. coaches don't like you being flashy yeah right yeah. but so the coach before the one that I liked he let all of us wear jewelry like I used to wear all my jewelry during the game like earrings chain everything yeah and it's a swag bro it's he, confidence he yeah from the NFL yeah. so he was a he was okay. an NFL coach he gets it then. so he didn't give a fuck you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. he yeah. gets it. Yeah. He knew that if you all were going to make it to the next level, that you were going to be doing that anyway. And so. it don't really matter though. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's only, it's a, it's a preference thing for the coach, but yeah. So basically he disrespected me and I just never came back and that was the end of it. But I finished my community service. I knew I was going to like quit, but I wanted to finish my community service. So that way they couldn't say like, Oh, he quit because he had to do community service. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, nah, you don't want to go out like that. <laughs> nah, I don't want to be. Yeah. Finish anything I start, you know what I mean? He, he doesn't like helping people out. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. like, they they could have said that. But, yeah. That's you know, all good. <laughs> um, yeah, let's let's channel this back to um some of your work and your music side. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. My football questions are over. That's it. Yeah, fuck that football. No, that, was a, that was a really cool uh story though. Um so like you pre previously told me that you're working with like you know, more established producers, like bigger name producers that you know yeah. more people would like, you know, like or that know of, um, like Earl of Pearl, is that his name right? Earl, yeah. Earl on the beat, you yeah. know, has made the the most hundred little Yachty song. Yeah, like the mo fired. the most the one that stands out is the Get Dripped 
Uh, oh yeah, yeah, he's crazy. He's crazy. Um, and then what? The, what's the producer's name that's that's assigned uh, with Take Heath's camp? I know he Grayson. Produced, yeah, Grayson. I, he I saw, produced Moonlight. He, he produced Moonlight. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then there's probably more producers that you know I haven't that you haven't told me about. Um, I guess this is a, this is a question just for like all artists in general. Like how how do you as an artist like go about working with these like more well known names? Like how did these did it, did these like opportunities just happen organically? Like how like how did that kind of like happen? You know, I just be DMing everybody. Like I just DM every single person. Like the fucking internet man, it wins again. <laughs> it's probably gonna come back to bite me for real, for real. But like I don't give Shoot a your fuck. Shot. I will DM anybody. Yeah, it's just it is what it is. Because that's how you get in contact with people nowadays. Yeah, you know up. what I mean. I just feel like that's like a big struggle for a lot of artists. Like especially like starting out. Like and especially if you can't make your own beats. Like you said, you're you mix and, and master like a lot of your music, which is a great asset you can have as an artist. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I just feel like it's a struggle for artists starting out to sonically find, you know, their sound, for their sure. way. <laughs> and you're working with Earl the Pearl, like people within Take He's Camp, like I said, probably more producers. Mm -hmm. Like it's very, um, you know, that helps out a lot and sure. being able to have a pool of these crazy beats, beats, crazy yeah. beats that you can probably, like you can be, you probably have like, like a bunch of beats that are quality that anybody would want to hop on, but you get oh, yeah. to choose like the, the the cream of the crop for sure. And I still want some more, you know, because <laughs> like, bro, as an artist, you need the beat. Like, yeah. I'm not about to be on some acapella shit. Like, Facts. you need the beat. So, so when you're DMing them, are you getting beat packs from them? Are you asking for like singular beats? What are you, what you know, are you doing? This is the thing. Like, I always make sure that I like. I have the relationship right before I even try to do anything like on a like level of making something. So, mm -hmm. you know, I'll DM and be like, yo, what's up? I fuck with your beats, da da da. da. And they'll be like, okay, bet. I fuck with your songs. I'm going to send you a pack. That's how it normally works. Yeah. I don't normally ever like ask. Sometimes I do, like, sometimes I do, but normally it just kind of happens. And they'll send me like, like Earl sent me like four beats and I make one song from it. Mm -hmm. So I want him to send me more beats because like that's how it normally goes. Yeah. I don't normally like vibe with every single beat. Yeah. You know, I feel like you're not supposed to, you no. know, you shouldn't pick every single beat that you yeah. ever I'm hear. super particular, like super particular. Yeah. yeah. You that's that's actually I, I kind of want to ask you about that, too, is you you seem like you have really like kind of narrowed down your sound like, you know, what you like to do. Not to say that you make you're not making the same song over and over, right, right, but right. you have a certain style, a certain sound, a recognizable style. Right. Um, how did you kind of develop that? You know, it's funny. My mom, she, she's a big reason why I sound and act how I act in general. But the reason why, like, she always told me, like, we used to always hear Michael Jackson, um, new edition in the uh, living room and shit like mm -hmm. that, always playing. And so she, one thing she always told me, she would say, you can always know who Michael Jackson is as soon as it comes on. There's no other Michael Facts. Jackson. You know Ralph Tresvant when you hear him. Yep. And so she was like, she always told me, if you want to be a rapper or be a singer or be whatever, you got to make sure that as soon as people hear you, they know exactly who it is. Because mm -hmm. that's, you know what I'm saying? That's how you separate yourself. Yeah. Right? So, you know, I'm glad that I figured out early, you know, like how my voice works and like how I can you know, manipulate the auto tune and all that. You know what I'm saying? I got that early. Use mm -hmm. it, use it to your personal strengths. Right. Exactly. To, to what you know you can do well. Exactly. That's good. That's really important too. Um, Cause I think a discussion that a lot of artists have nowadays is like, how do you 
stand out? I mean, obviously the answer is like, be unique, be yourself. But but how do you in the sea of, you know, where everybody's a rapper nowadays? It's easier said than done for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And especially like if you don't want to have like a gimmick to either. If you're not like the... Hold on. How do I move this up? Like I'm trying to... Yep. There we go. There you go. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, bet. Yeah, is that yeah, better? I'm good now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Re- levels are looking pretty good on here. We're good. Okay, We're good. Um, so we've kind of danced around this question a little bit, but let's let's just straight up ask it directly. Um, give me one of your favorite moments so far in your career as an artist. Dang, bro. Whether it's working with a certain person, performing at Breakaway, making a certain song, like what do you what do you think? It's hard because like. I've done so many different things. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. even though I'm a rapper mainly, like I've done a bunch of other shit that's yeah. just been random as fuck. So yeah. I think when it comes to music, I, you know, Breakaway was cool. I guess that's like one of the big things from my resume, but like, uh, shit. To, to your personal. To like, me personally? To you personally, yeah. yeah. I really think, uh, fuck. Um, during the uh, major stage thing in Brooklyn was really fucking cool. I I I always go back and look at that shit. What what's that? I, I don't know. So I, I did a um, research. I did Fear God. Uh, the, the live performance oh, video. Oh, the live performance, performance yeah, video. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I did that in Brooklyn, and that was just cool as fuck. Like I've always wanted to do something like that. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's you know that was probably like my favorite thing. But maybe experience wise, it would probably have to be like a show that I did at like UNC Charlotte. It yeah. was just like lit mm. as fuck. That's fire. The, yeah. the, Performing the, in your hometown at a, on a, a college campus. Yeah. The the frat uh, culture, I'm sure, supports your music. Very oh yeah, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. Those. <laughs> I what did I say earlier? I I would want to be in a room full of sweaty people throwing bows yeah. to your music. I know for a fact those <laughs> frat boys in North Carolina go <laughs> stupid they to your music. Sure. They be getting Shit, I was in a frat. Yeah. So, yeah. Same. Yeah. I didn't tell y'all that. Yeah, you yeah. told me that. Oh, I told you that. Yeah, yeah. 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 We yeah. talked about that up in Columbus. What, what frat yeah. were you in? SAE. SAE. All right. I don't know what that is. Any, anybody in SAE? I'm sure there's gonna be out. some SAEs on that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't in a frat. But when we played intramural basketball, me and me and my degenerate friends, there was no better <laughs> feeling than beating one of the frats in intramural basketball. <laughs> we never beat Tanners though. Hell no, never. you're not beating Pike, bro. Not, no, even the Pike B team smacked us, bro. That's that's our ATO B team whack. Teak B team whack. Pike B team solid. Kinda nice. Kinda <laughs> nice. Um. So you talked about him a little bit earlier. The the reason why you're in Columbus is is your good friend guy, yeah. um, a, a self self proclaimed facilitator, um, sure. and you asked us to to bring him on the podcast. So I figured uh, the least we could do is bring him in here. Sure. Um, so guy, if you'd like to come into the set real quick for us, please. We need another clap sound effect. That's here. lying right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's reframe this real quick. Wow. Cra- oh, guy, welcome. welcome. <laughs> Crazy how you just flashed into frame like that. Um, so this is Guy, like I said, self-proclaimed facilitator, um, creative director of sorts with Ducey, a dot connector, maybe yeah. we could call you. Um, how are you doing today? Welcome to the podcast. I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Honestly, Marvelous. y'all make me want to get fitted caps, bro. I'm bro, not going to lie. I literally <laughs> said that when we were leaving. I was like... Damn, I gotta get the fitteds back, bro. Oh I used God. to wear fitteds all the time in like middle school and high school, 
and I just stopped wearing like hats like for whatever reason. I saw y'all rocking. I'm just like fuck it. They eat up the drip. I got I got I got to get back into the fitteds, bro. Because I love wearing hats, but like I don't I don't have a solid fitted hat. My head's kind of big though. I feel like. I feel like a fitted cap won't work on my fucking noggin. No, my head's wow. huge too, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Um, well, Tanner, if you want yeah, to yeah, so ahead, we can now quick. transition since you're here. Um, so, Ducey, like we've talked about, like you seem like you've had, you know, you have the foundation built. You already have a couple managers under Stray Dogs Music Group. Shout out to Jared. I know you're gonna be watching Woo! this. Um, also writes for Lyrical Lemonade. Great guy. Um, and then you have. Like Clay said, creative directing assistance, uh, facilitating, you know, probably co-manager um, esque capabilities, and you know how you work with Ducey. Um and you're running your distribution through uh, United Masters, which is really cool. Um, how important was it for you, you know, to fill these roles like early on before like your career really started to take off? It's crazy. I think they like. The team is finally like assembled, yeah. But it took like a minute, like you know how. That's like, what it seems like. That's like, why I wanted to break that down real quick. It's like the Justice League, how like, you know how you play the game and like you don't get all the characters at once, but you gotta get like you gotta grind through yeah. the game. That's like literally how it is. <laughs> so like I met, I met uh, Jared. I mean I met Jake first. Jake was my first manager ever. Yeah. Um, and then I introduced Jake to Ghost, who's Jared. Um. And then they created Stray Dogs. Like, I, I remember t I was telling you yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. So they created Stray Dogs, and I didn't even know they were creating it, but that's good shit that they did. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And then, like, I've always known God, but then um, when I moved to Columbus, it only made sense for God to just be a part of the team mm -hmm. because, you know, he's like, we're just always together. You know what I'm saying? So you said you all have known each other for a long time. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I wanted to say, give us, from your perspective, how did you and Ducey meet and then how did this all come together? Yeah. So I went to a boarding school down in Florida and uh, I met a friend there and me and her were friends for like five years. So when I would come to Greenville to visit her, he would, he was, she was best friends with him. Ah. They're like childhood friends. Oh, so I met Deuce and like when she had to go to like soccer practice and stuff, I would kick it with Deuce. That star's aligning right there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So it's like funny. So like basically like, you know, we always just stay connected, stay connected. And it's crazy because I think it was right before pandemic, like we were both. No, I called Deuce. And I was like, yo, bro, like I'm trying to get in the music business. Like I'm trying to do this shit. Da, da, da. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, bro. I'm like, bro, I'm going to L.A. March 18th. And he was like, bro, that's crazy. I'm going to March. I'm going to L.A. March 22nd, <laughs> like on some random shit. And I was like, just stay with me. And then basically from there, we were just like, bro, let's do it. Of this year? Yeah, this year, right wow. before. And like that's like that's like when the pandemic is like. Cracking yeah, exactly. Too. It's like when it's taken off. That's yeah. crazy. So you didn't. Did you have any sort of experience with any sort of like music industry? Stuff, yeah. Or is that something that you just have always had a fascination with? Yeah, I mean. Again, like I went to a boarding school uh, called IMG Academy, and it like got me a lot of connections with mm -hmm. like a lot of powerful people and people like in positions. So, like one my roommate, his dad was um he was a he was manages like Twenty One Savage and stuff. Oh wow! Yeah, so his name's Austin. Shout out Austin. Um, but he he actually, I kind of just like was just talking to his dad and stuff, and I was like, hey, I want to do this, but I didn't want to you know go to his dad and be like, can I get a job? So I kind of just took my own route and then 
Deucey came along, and honestly, like I'm just somebody in Deucey's corner. Like I just want him to be successful. Yeah. So that's yeah. What, yeah. So let's transition to there. What What do you personally see from your perspective in Deucey that you think is going to take him? Yeah. To where he, he just, wants to go. I mean, other than his music being fire, like he's a genuine person. Yeah. And like I feel like he has the personality for sure. Mm-hmm. Like you know, and seems like work ethic is there. Yeah, work ethic for sure. Like I mean. Me and him work two different jobs, and then we come back to my apartment, and all he does is record. Like, I mean, that's fire. So it's just like the work ethic, his personality, and like the genuine connections he's making. Like, I just mm. feel like all that's gonna wrap together into being something great. So facts. That's uh, that's really important to have somebody like who believes in you yeah. like that. Like, what does it feel to? Like, what does it feel like to know that you have a solid team and have somebody in your corner like that? Like, what does that do for you personally so that you can be the better artist? I think it, I mean, it does a lot. Um, I think if you have good people around you, you'll be good. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, one thing I always, I always used to hear from my parents is show me your five closest friends and I'll show you where you'll be in five years. So I really don't even... I don't even be around five people. I be around one, one motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and he, he got his shit. He already been had his shit. Like how I'm trying to get type shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So you know, you know, it's just you need people like that, and that's just how it is. And then same with Jared and Ghost, and I mean, Jared and Jake. They the same thing. They believe in me, and so you need people like that for sure. Yeah, your mom has a lot of good advice. Yeah, your mom like, seems like my a very parents raised me hella good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she be so she puts me and Ducey in her like church group chat, and she be send, sending us daily devotions. She just sent me a new. Uh, she be sending me like gospel songs too. So what? she just like that's cool though. Yeah, she you be know, looking she, out. She really cares about you guys. And yeah. she's looking out and trying to you know did shed music- light and inspire you guys in her way. This is kind of retrospective, but did music start with you because of the church? Like, I mean, I know that's like a a, a commonality for a lot of artists, but. But now hearing that and then hearing things your mom has said to you, did it, did it kind of start there? For sure. Absolutely started in the church. <laughs> yeah, I, that's so I, far. I did my first performance in church. Like, so, bro, Raging it's crazy. As, <laughs> it's so crazy because, like, I did, like, there used to be this, uh, like, this show called Showtime at my church that, like, a bunch of people from different churches would come. And, like, it was lit, for real. Like, yeah. it was hella people in there. <laughs> and uh, oh, yeah. I was, like, three, and I performed. I used to have this song. It was, like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We going to do it again. And I used to just said that over <laughs> and over again. But everybody was getting lit. Like, everybody was hyped. I thought you, yo, 21 Savage might have to come and hit a season. He needed, bro. Yeah. I, don't know. I, don't I need know. my chance. Right <laughs> uh, I just thought of this question real quick. Yeah, go uh, for it. We were up at. Like we said, we were up at their crib, chilling, kicking at their crib, shooting uh, the green screen shots for the Moonlight video, which y'all haven't seen yet, but it's about to be fine. You'll see it um, tomorrow, though. I've peeked into you. I peeked into y'all's rooms, going to the bathroom. I see the closets. I see all the drip. <laughs> like the drip is crazy. They yeah, eat it up. Like it's little, what? It's a little bit of drip going yeah, on in this like, room it's, right it, now. It, it's bit. making me want to step my shit up. Like is I mean, is fashion drip, something you guys like just? You obviously you guys have a common connection through like you got you guys want to be fitted up and like looking presented presentable to like wherever you go. Um for sure. Like I guess but like where do, where does the desire yeah for drip come from? For Shit. you all. Because it's see you know, y'all y'all are putting on a little bit. You knew you're gonna be on camera. I see yeah. I yeah. see put a little fit on today, you know. Yeah, I mean 
Shit, I don't know. You want to answer that? Like, how important is style for you guys? Like, for real? It's everything for me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That, like, it's my personality. Yeah. Like, if I'm not, like, dressing up and, like, looking fresh, then I don't feel myself. Yeah, really. true. So it's like, I it's feel like, like... I feel like the best, uh, like, I guess, explanation, I, I forget who I got it from. Or I think somebody said in an interview, it's like, they said it's like your body armor. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's like... I don't know. It's when you, yeah, I mean, it's literally like, like, it's like Iron Man for real. Literally like, I, Iron I put on Man, my, yeah. Like you, like you come swag. into your full, into your, your full form when yeah. you're, you're fitted up like Clothes that. are such an important form of expression yeah. just as music is, just as this podcast yeah. is. But like clothes are one of the most direct extensions yeah. you can have mm-hmm. of showing people who you are. Exactly. So, so. I, you I know. feel like it gives a person like an impression of you before they even meet you too. Like absolutely. You, I mean, I mean, I'm not saying I'm like wearing a suit and tie, but like I'm trying to make people like that are attracted to me like yeah. for the drip. First impressions I mean? are everything too, yeah. man. First impressions because you never get another first impression back. Yeah, you, you always for sure. You only get one. But I had to ask that question because no, no. very important. Yeah. Um. So. For you all, um, as you all continue to work together and and the career progresses, um, what is kind of like a, a a dream collaboration for you all? Like, is that I know? I mean, I don't know if you all have. I the can't same answer that. Answer on this, but I mean, I mean, as far as like, like, well, let me ask it like this. Let me ask it like this. What do you uh want for Ducey in let's say the next three years? Like what? What do you want to see as a man in his corner, as his guy? Number one on the billboard. That's that's all. That's a a pretty good answer. That's pretty good answer. You want hits. You want plaques. Yeah. Because yeah. there, there's Hit some maker. people in the underground that are just like, nah, bro, I want to be underground forever. Like, I'm going to keep no. doing this. Like, you want plaques, bro, I'm don't you? I'm trying to be, like, the greatest artist of, of all time. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if you're not, why are you fucking making music? I mean, um, you know? Soul. If you like. Yeah, stadium like stadium music. You you do make stadium music, bro. Like it's like yeah. in like the early stages. I think like the next year or so, you're gonna be making crazy shit. Is, yeah, is that your kind of like ideal trajectory? Is yeah, like, selling out an arena. I think for an artist like me, like I feel like I'm very like versatile. You know, like I can really rap. Most people don't even know that because a lot of the shit yeah, I be doing is like melodic. Shit, but I can really rap. Like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, you know, I, I hate to like come off like that because like it might sound cocky or whatever but it's like you know i take rap as like a fucking like me against you type shit like i'm trying to beat everybody you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so like that's just how it is you know because it's out here it's like either you the the big fish or you the little fish you know what i mean because there's so many people so like you know i'm trying to go like this you know what i mean yeah facts well, you got a good start because this podcast is going to be the greatest podcast on of God. Time. <laughs> At one point, shit, Joe Rogan, I'm coming for you, bitch ass. <laughs> um, one, I, I want to do one final question before we get out of here, and this one's just honestly just fun, and I'm very curious. Um, mm-hmm. If Rap Snacks calls you right now after this interview rap snacks rap like snacks, the uh, chips like the yeah. chips and they got like the noodles and shit now too and they're like deucey hey man uh we love your music really love what you're doing um we, we really want to make a snack for you what what snack do you want what flavor it what can be flavor? any snack or it has to be chips let's what let's flavor chips yeah let's keep it chips but what flavored chips though but shit. you can get exotic you can get kind of crazy with it though damn see i don't want to i don't want to bite anybody's flow you know what I mean? I don't want to have something like that's already out, but it's got to be spicy. 
You feel yeah, me? Like yeah. Jalapeno. Spicy. <laughs> I think I think Boosie has the spicy ones. I think Boosie has like the Louisiana heat. That's very fitting. Chip. Yeah, yeah. Boosie's a he's a hot boy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> in a good way. I fuck with Boosie. Yeah. In a good way. Um shit. Well, are we talking like are we talking like a chipotle, like pepper spice? Are we talking like jalapeno? Are we talking like jalapeno, yeah, jalapeno, jalapeno spice? barbecue or something, something like that. Okay. I don't really fuck with barbecue, but but you're from North Carolina, yeah. You don't fuck with barbecue, no. <laughs> Man, there's a bunch of North Carolinians <laughs> pissed off in the comments right now. <laughs> They've been sure. mad for a long time. <laughs> They've been mad. Yeah, actually, th- actually, now now that you bring that up, I'm kind of curious. What do people like in North Carolina think of you? I don't know how much you pay attention to it, but I mean, am I like direct hometown? Like, either they look at me as like, oh my god, like you're just doing so much crazy shit, or they look at me as like, oh, you're just trying to be a rapper. You know what I mean? It's one or the other because it, yeah. it's literally haters, and then you have like. Just normal people. That's yeah. how I look at it. Yeah. But around like the rest of North Carolina, fuck with me like heavy. I feel like at least the numbers show that. I don't. I mean, I don't be talking to them, but yeah. Yeah. I think they. I mean, they playing my songs. It would, <laughs> it would it would be weird if they didn't like me or didn't <laughs> fuck with me and were playing my songs. Yeah, That'd be weird. yeah. What What do you have to say to the people from North Carolina? I fuck with them. You. I but, love them. But what about the haters though? Fuck them. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. That's what we I wanted. can't think about that's that what shit. We yeah, that's, <laughs> I really I threw the lob for you and you fucking caught it, put it in between your legs and threw it down. That's perfect. Yeah, I can't think about them. Uh, well, I think um I mean we're we're about reaching our time here. Before before we leave, um, what is next for Ducey Gold? Uh so you got Moonlight coming out tomorrow. Yep. And then a week from that, we're dropping the the project Can You Hear Me, which is gonna be tight. And then we're gonna do a deluxe. I don't know if I should even say that, but <laughs> nah, I mean, break shit, the news, bro. I don't break care. The news. I, I don't care. People can know. We're doing a, a deluxe, and it might be longer than the project, the initial project. To be honest, I'm trying to go crazy. I love so, that. That's yeah. amazing. That's great to hear. Um, well, with that being said, I want to remind everybody to like and subscribe on YouTube to the Soul Serum TV page. <laughs> um, Ducey, thank you for coming down here, sure. fucking with us. Guy, you as well. I appreciate you all coming on the podcast, man. This is a really fun one. Um, and as always, I'm your host, Clay Bonin. I'm your co-host, Tanner Mavis. That's your all's camera right there. I'm Ducey Gold. Guy Schmidt. Slat. Slat. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll Thank see you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs>